Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Dudes be like, whatever, fool, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, they do. Hood politics, y'all. Hey, you so hood right now. Hood politics, y'all. So hood. Hey, Prop here. Quick correction. I kept saying Mnuchin throughout this episode, but I meant Manchin. It is confusing. I'm talking about Manchin, though. Uh, so forgive me. But Mnuchin, he wilded too. Anyway, let's speak back in. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, on the line in the building, uh, a LA monument. I don't know. I don't know if I can overstate the importance of this brother to the culture to the coffee and just to the state of of homie ship uh we got merce 316 please say what's up merce what's up to the coffee i don't know man i like i feel like you you know what i'm saying you joining the club you know what i mean i had to retire man my ass a reflux Shut up. No. Yep, I had to retire. I had to retire. I can barely drink my own beer now. Damn. How you going to have your own beer and can't drink it? I, Man, I'm sorry. Stuff is rough out here, bro. Man, it's growing I, up. I could barely have chocolate oat milk right now. Damn. Life growing is up hard. is hard to do. Mm. <laughs> All right. So 
We haven't had a guest in a while, uh, which is super dope. I'm glad to have Merce being one of the inaugural uh, relaunch guests. His reputation supersedes him. For y'all who maybe don't know, go ahead and do your Googles. Uh, trust me, you do know. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> I like to do this in the way that, like, you know, my homies come in blind. Me and Merce share a lot of, like, similar experiences of being, you know, in the culture, being hybrids, right? Is that a, is that a good way to explain yep. it? Like, yep. yeah, super in love with hip hop, but from the city, you know, and having to learn how to navigate both, which is why I think um, he's so qualified to discuss what we about to discuss. And he doesn't know what it is. You know, do you know what we finna talk about? Hell no. Okay, there it can is. I say hell no on this? You can, we, okay. we cuss a lot on this. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Which is even a throwback as to how long I've known this, Nick. Anyway, um, <laughs> so when you hear the phrase out of somebody's mouth, I have a, I have a theory and um, I'm going to flesh this out with you and we can discuss what it is. Then we'll go into like the political comparisons and I'm pretty sure you'll see it as we start going. When someone says, I don't give a fuck. Right? Yeah. I am of the belief that there are multiple definitions of what that means and what they're trying to say, depending yeah. on the context. Yeah. Just use your antennas. What are, give me a couple of definitions of what it means when somebody say, I don't give a fuck. It's either you've presented this person with the option to make like sue for peace. And okay. They're they're still on the war path, regardless of what you say. Yes. Um, you just did something, and you really have no regard for the results or the outcome. Or you feel you feel the consequences are are beneath you, and you're not going to feel the the consequences of this action. Correct. Correct. I am. Or one hundred percent with you. Or generally, it could just be a you're un you're unbothered. You don't care. I I really could care. I could care less. Yes. I think those are the three ways I would take that statement. Yes, I am. I am totally on board with all three of those. I also think that there might be more. Yeah, and, of course. Yeah, and you can. And, and let's let's discuss some of these more ones. I I love the first one that you talked about, to where you just like there is no regard for my safety or the safety of the people around me, right? Yeah, that's the extreme. Yeah, I'll give that nigga watch out for. Yeah. Cause there's no, cause consequences are of no consequence. Consequences are of no consequence. Is that yes? We and we know niggas like this, right? Yes. For yes. Sure. For Do sure. you feel like a rational person can be driven to that? Yes. Absolutely. I absolutely agree with this. I also think there's a version of of I don't give a fuck, which is actually more motivated by the fact that you actually do. Mm. It's just a matter of figuring out what you give a fuck about. Because I think oftentimes, like, say, for example, you know, you, you, this is your ex. And you know what I'm saying? And you like, I'll give a fuck what y'all do. I'll give a fuck. And nigga, you hurt. Yeah. You hurt. Yeah. yeah, there's that one. Yeah, there's that one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there's also the I don't give a fuck, like, you with whatever like that's how me like people are like oh you dated porn star she sucked this in your dick i don't give a fuck like i've yeah you know, I, doesn't so, matter <laughs> like, yeah you know, there's I'm a concerned. so 
Yeah, there's a so I'm concerned about other things. Yeah. Right? There are other yeah. things that concern me. This yeah. thing that you bringing up is not one of them. Yeah, I want my dick to be one of those dicks. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> of those have been before me. Just, that is the past. The past is not real. Right? <laughs> Neither is the future. It's yeah. not real. All that's right? real is the present. Yeah. That's, you know, I learned that in House Party 1. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to me and my dick action, I'm thinking about... Currently. Yes, currently, right now. I don't Listen, give a fuck. That, you know what? That's funny. That's funny because I was thinking about something else actually for another episode that this actually fits in, in the sense that like I'm almost positive that just human genitals just suck at reason. Like <laughs> reason is not a part of its strength, and it's up to like our the accounting department in our bodies to try to at least weigh the pros and cons for our genitals, who just yeah, there, it's like a bucking bronco that's like never like that horse on the ranch that can't be broken. Yes, and for men, that that horse doesn't get broken maybe into your sixties. <laughs> your body, your whole, a lot of your being is like you know, like I've tried to like mentor and foster fourteen year old boys mm-hmm. and fifteen year old boy. I'm like, I don't blame you because half of your your every your hormones, everything is in your nuts right now. Everything You're, you are splitting. <laughs> like, there's only so much blood flow yeah. <laughs> and you're splitting it between your brain and, and your genitals and your genitals right now yeah. and, it's, and then a lot of your brain i'm forcing you to deal with 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 school yes something's gonna <laughs> suffer either your chores around the house your school yeah. your ability to obey obey commands from your parents something's gonna suffer so i'll give i give you a lot of leeway bro because no com- one gave me that leeway yeah. i understand <laughs> but this is what you gotta do you can't do this I'm yes gonna, like don't no! Don't push your little brother over. Walk the dog. Do your yeah. homework. There Anything are, else? There are. Yeah. Don't go to jail. Like, right. The fence is wide, but there is a fence. There is a fence. I'm gonna give yes. you a very like you were you were eight. I think that's the thing is like you. I constrain. I put the fence around my kids young, and then I yeah. start to expand it as they get older. That's to me. Yeah. That's how it should be. Yeah. Because then, so by the time you're 15, bro, I'm almost out of your way. Yeah, because you want to get out of here anyway. This fence is never going to be wide enough for you. You're ready to start your own land. You're ready the to hope is, your- I've the hope is I've invested enough into the accounting department. Yeah, right. That you can make a better decision for yourself. But yeah, because you don't yeah. give a fuck. Because <laughs> you don't give a fuck. You, At the end of the day, <laughs> you don't give a fuck. Most right? fifteen year olds, that is their their what they they're coming back to that. Yeah, Same and about. and but that's good. That's good because because. You don't give a fuck, but it's my job as your parent to figure out what you actually do give, do a, give fuck a fuck about. about. Yes. 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 And if I understand that, then I understand how you move. I think it's the same in, let's say, in the streets where it's just like, nigga run up on you like, I don't give a fuck. Like, oh, well, you care about something. Right. Yeah, and that, but see, that's, I think, too, like I was in St. Barth's on a random trip with my family. OK. And I'm walking with my son through the fit and I'm looking at my outfit. And people don't know what to make of me. You know, yeah. the local the local black people are like, how does he, like, is he on vacation? He doesn't work in any of the hotels. And the white French people are all uptight and mad. And yeah, they don't yeah. know why I'm not there to serve them. Yeah. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. And I was like, the thing about me, you can look at my hair, the way yeah. I dress. I was like, a lot of niggas in the rap game will say they don't give a fuck. I'm the one that really doesn't give I really a fuck. don't. Yes. Like, <laughs> I'm the one you made fun of because I came to school how I came to school. Like, yeah. I don't get, only thing I give a fuck about is hip hop at that point. Yeah, I mean, a lot. You guys give a fuck about girls, even rappers yeah. now. You give a fuck about the Grammys, 
rappers give a fuck about other rappers like you know yes. Kendrick just dropped but an amazing, amazing verse and he's like smash that hard drive blah blah I was like cause you give a fuck what other niggas are dropping yes like, you give like I'm, I put my album out in the middle of a pandemic I don't I really don't give a fuck yes. you guys are scared of jail you're scared of your enemies there we you, go you there know what I mean go. we getting there that's it you scared of something yeah right you and saying you said, this and I understand what you're saying, but you're scared of something. You trying to impress somebody. Yeah. It's somebody you or somebody to... Or somebody killed your homie, so you got joined the gang so that you could get revenge. Because you give a fuck. Because you give about, a fuck. I, I never... I, I really... There's a lot... It takes me a long time to give... On a scale of giving a fuck, there's a <laughs> lot, of, lot of people who give more fucks than me that say they don't give a fuck at all. Yes. Yes. And, and, and even in you saying that, you made it very clear. There are... What you care about... I care about hip-hop. And now I got a family. I care about my family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you, if I know that, then I'm like, I understand all of them. I understand your moves. I understand exactly what you're doing because I know what you care about. Right? So I feel like, yeah, it's the same thing with like, you was the one that brought up, uh, was that was that schoolboy that did the quote about being sensitive? I think I think it was him. I, I yeah. may have credited it because it's the same image, like on the new Kendrick verse, which is great. Yes. I love it. Um. Where he says, I got a gun on me. I'm scary. Like, I'm scary. I got a gun in here. Like, yeah, that's how you like the scary niggas. The sensitive niggas is the ones you got to watch out for. Yes. Oh, 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 you walking right into it. The sensitive ones. It's like because they they triggered easy. Right. It's something else going on. And you don't know how to process that. You holding on to something. And that makes you dangerous. Yeah. Right. Because you holding on to something. Right. I honestly think there are a handful of situations in our politics and in our and with our politicians that from the outside, it looks like they saying, nigga, I don't give a fuck. This is what I do. This is what I want. But I think if me and you would use our antennas and the rest of us would use our antennas to really understand what somebody means when they say that, it's like I think we could actually follow their moves and really understand what they're doing. Is that is that make sense? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, if you really understand that most most niggas that say they don't give a fuck actually give a fuck, then then you could follow what looks like not having fucks to give because you just gave it to something. There's yeah, always you're, yeah, <laughs> you're giving like I like the like the, what I love about the Kendrick verse is like like I don't give a fuck who's outside. I'm killing everybody, but you care who's out because you want the top people outside. Yes. When you drop your album because you want to kill them because you give a fuck about. But the verse, the whole feeling of the verse to me is like, I don't give a fuck. But yeah. it is like that's the balance because I understand. Yeah. Like I said, I have my antennas up. I know what he does give a fuck about. Yes. Because that verse was fucking relentless. Like, I don't give a fuck about a hit. I didn't put a hook on yeah. this. I didn't put. Yeah. I just came from niggas next. So I don't yes. give a fuck about anything but being the greatest. Yes. I'm smoking on your give top five. Give a fuck five. about that. That. Yes. Yeah, that's what it so, is. Yes, no one ever finishes the sentence when they say, I don't give a fuck. Yes, what you mean it, is, I don't give a fuck about those an, things. There's an ellipsis. Yep. There's dot, yes. dot, dot. There's, yes. I don't give a fuck, dot, dot, dot. Yes. Perfect. All right. There we are. So the point is, I don't give a fuck, dot, dot, dot. So you got to not give a fuck about something. Right? Yeah. So when you ask yourself, Senator A... Governor B, whatever the case may be. And you might wonder, 
what would possess a senator to say, I don't give a fuck about what your, uh, or not senator, a governor to say, I don't give a fuck about what your school district is saying. I'm not making nobody wear no masks. And if you make them do it, I'm shutting y'all down. Where it's like, like you're okay, so you acting like this pandemic don't exist. And you just don't get, so it looks like, damn, I don't give a fuck. It looks like this nigga don't give a fuck. Because you just like, look, this is what we doing. This this my squad. This my voter block. This what I'm doing. Even though you putting your voter block in danger. Right? But it seems like, and especially it seems as though in this like, in this Trump era that the, it seems as though the most not give a fuck you are as a, as a conservative, the most like, I don't give a fuck, this is what we doing. You not going, this is tyranny, this is this. The, the most I don't give, I ain't taking nobody's vaccine. I ain't doing this. I don't give a fuck. It seems like the most I don't give a fuck you are, the louder their fan base kind of cheers for them. Right. Is that, is that seem, is that right, something right, you right. see? Yeah, 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 for sure. So, so the question will be, well, then what, if, if my assertion is, if you say you don't give a fuck, it's about something. But there are other things you do give a fuck about. Let's let's get into it. Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then... Fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, Greg Abbott in Texas. Right. Right. He, at one point, mandated masks because he was like, I ain't taking a vaccine. I'm not mandating masks. And then all of a sudden, masks got like not good for his for his base. And now he was like, I'm not mandating masks. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. I'm not making nobody wear masks. The school districts are like, listen, we making these kids wear masks. I don't care what you say. We making them wear masks, nigga, because we don't want to die. So the question you have to ask yourself is, what would Greg Abbott actually give a fuck about then? Well, he gives a fuck about votes. That's why he, if there the were, nigga if, gives a fuck about votes. If there was no votes in it, do you? And especially this, because he, all of our government officials are vaccinated. Every last one of, right? So if the nigga gives a fuck about votes, then what must be his situation? This is Texas. Like, how in the world? Would there ever be an issue with him worrying about votes if you're a Republican in Texas? Nigga, you good. The only way for this to be a problem is it's got to be a bigger gangster. Somebody somebody out here that's challenging you. Who's this? Who's this? Who's this competition? I'm glad you asked. He about to be primaried. He's going to be primaried by a man. A ex-Republican uh, uh, Texas. um Chairman Alan West, he finna prime met him. Now, Alan West is interesting because this fool uh, back in 2010 was like a Tea Party hardliner. And if there's anybody more right wing than the Republicans, yeah. it's the Tea Party. Because they're already, they're in the Bay. They're all there <laughs> Stupid. with the tea. <laughs> they done already spilled it. Yeah, they spilled right? the tea. This nigga, this, this nigga Alan West had already faced a, 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 a trial for um, torture. He tortured an Iraqi police officer by beating him and carrying a mock exec- execution uh, of the poor dude while dragging him outside, putting a gun behind his head and shooting at the ground next to him. This nigga wild. He works, he's an LAPD officer? Uh, you would think, right? Rampart? That part, right? Rampart much? <laughs> Rampart much? <laughs> this fool, he also uh, 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 is being flanked by the right by Senator Don Huffins. The nigga's name is Don Huffins. You believe that? Wow. The Don of Huffin. The Huffin. Don of Huffin, right? Uh, 
he been tacking him for not cracking down on schools if, with these mass mandates. So the the so it's almost like when you see somebody wild out on the block, it's probably because it's somebody wilder than them, right? So Alan West is wilder than Abbott. So if we don't and if we don't like Abbott, there's no way you're going to get a Democratic candidate to beat Alan West or Abbott. I, I mean, you tell me unless you find somebody more wild the other direction. And there's not enough people that fell off the Republican boat that we can't get a, a middle to right um, version to jump over to the Democratic side or run as an independent. I wish we could. Is there a middle to right person that can come in and say, yo, hey, you know, guys are OK, but Democrats still suck. <laughs> right. One with- Joe Biden, but let's wear masks right. and get vaccinated or whatever. You know? Is there one of or, those? Or there's no vaccination. We're just requiring masks. You know, if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's fine. If you don't want to provide a test, fine, then wear a mask. You have three options because I was told in my Tony Robbins class that anything that with two options is an ultimatum. It's not an option. You, have, you don't it. have a choice till you have three. So here you go. You can provide a negative test. You can get vaccinated or you can wear a mask. Those are the three options, people. So we don't die. That's it. That's it. To choose choose one of three. You know what? That's almost good parenting advice too. Oh yeah, I try to implement it in everything. It makes with perfect my, sense. My be- team. Yeah, because I'll be like, here's the thing: you either finish these chores or you don't go anywhere. That's definitely yeah. an ultimatum. I never thought about that. What works better in our house is, hey, I know you want to do this. You can either do them now or before you go to bed. Bed. Right. So now it's like, oh, okay, well, I I got some options here. I know I got to do it, but. Yeah. And then I think they're like, you know, and you have a third option of you could not do it at all and be in real trouble. Yeah. You could not do it at all. You could tell me fuck off. And then, you know, what's what's good with that. Yes. Or you could do it later or you can do it right now. (laughs) Acknowledging the extreme. I understand that you don't have technically have to do any of this. Yes. And if you and I don't have I can't make you do it. Yeah. But I can do this. Yes. So you can not do this at all, and then you can get nothing that you want. Or be prepared for the consequences. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, yeah, I've tried, I've tried to, like, always acknowledge that you could do nothing. Yeah. And then also by acknowledging that, you get, I, I, you get, to, I get to make you aware of the consequences of doing nothing. There it is. But then there's now, and then there's later. That's but you later. also have a, you have a teenager. Like, I, I, don't give three, I don't give three options to... I don't believe I'm not a yeah we we have a diet di- to cut in my I don't believe in discussing things with terrorists I believe toddlers <laughs> are terrorists like bro you don't have the mental fa- I'm not going to talk to someone who doesn't have the mental facilities to understand I have an eight-year-old now we can have conversation I can give you three options yes. I'm not giving options to someone who doesn't speak English and I, I'm not saying they speak Portuguese or Spanish they just yes. don't uh, comprehend you basic don't English. understand the words coming I would out of be my mouth. I would be an idiot to reason with you because you, you have no reasoning you know somebody used to say that I remember that was one of the good pieces of advice when 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 our youngest was born was like have you ever tried to reason with somebody drunk and it's like okay that's talking to a toddler like yeah. you, there's you can't there's nothing you can I don't know why you're trying to talk to them yeah all that like what are you feeling and that's okay. No, it's not okay. You just threw a toy and hit your brother in the eye. It's gonna be okay. No, if I if you no, you're going on timeout and it's not okay that you do that, and that's why you're on timeout. Listen, let's let's sit down and say I understand you frustrated. I understand all this, but listen, you will not be able to handle toys anymore. That's yeah, that, that's not good. <laughs> it's you're, not good, not bro. Good. You're hurting yourself and others. Like 
You're a danger to yourself and others. That's like terrorists. Yeah. A terrorist is that a terrorist doesn't give a fuck. That's the ultimate level of not And kids, toddlers don't give a fuck. Terrorists don't give a fuck. But a lot of a lot of a lot of politicians will position themselves as toddlers or terrorists. Right. But you do give a fuck because you want to keep that off. You want to keep that check. I wish public servants went back to being servants, which means you don't get paid. Mm. There was a time when government officials didn't get paid. And my stepfather made me aware of that. So if you served, you were literally serving. You were literally and serving. That's, and there was no lobbyist. There was no money. There was just, you were serving. That's a job. You wanted, it's a public service. Damn. And we made it a paid thing, thinking we would get better politicians, but we got more corrupt politicians. This- so if we could take a step back and to get into public service, but now with social media, public service will still provide benefits. But there's no reason that we have to pay them. Because it would take hustle. I would admire a public servant that, mm-hmm. you know, Trump was a hustler. There's a part of me that admires that hustle. I can't kill that. This is a free, it's a free market. It's, you know, yeah. capitalism, whatever. Yeah. But if you, fine, but I'm not going to, these politicians want to keep their accounts where they fly for free. No, you fly yourself to Washington. And then that's what they're, my, when the one that like once the swamp develops and like, they're not going to pass this bill by this date because yeah. they're going on vacation. My my stepfather was like, well, back in the day, they would get stuff done because they had a business to get back to. Mm. If these politicians yeah, make your own money, yeah. If you if you have a you know a dry cleaning business or you mm-hmm. have a a shoe store or whatever, yeah, and you're in Washington for the weekend to vote on some stuff or for the week to vote on stuff, you're gonna get everything you have done because you want to get back to work. If Trump says you guys are gonna stay here until you figure it out, you're not saying, oh, okay, I'm in a four star hotel. You're paying for all that. That's 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 look. You start messing. You start fucking up the money. Yeah. You start doing what you got to do. Then you get in that room. It's kind of like jury duty. We don't get paid for that. Yeah. So there's use solutions. And when there's something big and you know what I mean? You get, you get a small amount of money. I think there should be a small, you shouldn't like, you should be paid like a juror. Yeah. That would set a precedent. Like, Hmm. cool. You guys are here to decide this on the laws. I bet if you know, you're missing time with your families, it's costing Hmm. you money. You guys will come up with some creative solutions. You'll come across the aisle more often. There'll be more coming across the aisle. Think so. If there was money involved. If there's no money involved. If there was no money involved. If, if their money was being if, spent. But think about it like this, which is kind of gets me to this next person. I wanted to talk about uh, Joe Mnuchin. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know Joe. You So Joe, I love, I'm glad you asked this. Joe is that person in the middle that you was discussing. Now, it, he's from uh, West Virginia. He's a okay. Democrat. Right. But oh, wow. if you're a Democrat in West Virginia, West Virginia you can't really be that Democrat-y. Right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he's been in a lot of ways bossed up because the um, the way that like we've been trying to get these like these like voter rights passed, you know, the John Lewis law. I don't know if you saw that there was a this past weekend, there was a march in on Washington to get our protections for voter rights because you know in a lot of like Republican states they're trying to do a lot of voter suppression laws yada yada right everybody on board in a Democratic Party except for this fool and since there's such a a narrow um, majority if he don't get on board the shit don't pass right but what he so so this one of the biggest rally cries among the um I did an episode about a filibuster, which is you know what a filibuster is besides like shooting a nigga. Yeah, a filibuster basically just means that like you can't it just it's essentially you just gotta keep talking, cause if I keep talking, then y'all can't stop and do anything. 
So, right. okay. so you can't, we can't vote on this if the floor is still open for debate. And the way that you do that is, is called filibustering, right? And almost every like uh, 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 famous filibuster has almost always been around black people rights where they've been trying to stop black people's rights. It's always been like this for some reason. Anyway, everybody trying to end this filibuster so we could vote except for him, right? Everybody want to get this thing passed except for him. So in a lot of ways, this fool has, by not throwing his vote in the thing, been like, uh, stop this whole movement that the entire Democrat is like. It's almost like he wielded more power than actually Joe, than actually Biden, because he's stopping the shit from happening by not casting this vote. Now, my theory is, well, because this nigga lives in West Virginia. Right. Right, right. Some point you got to go home. Yeah. Right. And if you got to go home, then out, then yo, the middle ground thing that we kind of hoping for, like you said, in, 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 in Texas, it's like, well, nigga, I'll go to Washington. I'm going to go to Washington. I'll try to do this middle ground shit, but I got to go home. And when yeah, I go and home. And as soon as he like, now we're not in the era of where you can't, he can do it on the low. Yeah. Cause soon, there's a Republican candidate waiting in West Virginia for yeah. him to, for him to go with this law yes. so that he can say he was with the niggers and he would did this when he went to Washington and then he loses West Virginia. It may look and, like he don't give a fuck. It may look like it, but, but oh, he, he give did. a fuck. And that's, and that's the thing is like, he is, but a loss of that democratic seat will also, also hurts us. It hurts us period. You, so it's so, like, so we want to keep Joe Mnuchin filibustering, but we need his vote. So, so we, we want him do to we stop, want, yeah, but, do we yeah. want do we want the, do we want him to give us his vote at the cost of losing a seat? Damn. And is, is he a senator or or senator. in the house? So yeah, oh god. Do we want to lose a senate seat over this issue? You tell me. He, it's like I don't, Yeah, that's it, the thing. That's that see that's the But we have to see like but it's like where are we going to pick up with with keeping these laws out of place? Where are we going to pick up? We may not need his seat next year. Or next, you know, in the next two, is it and two see, years. And see, so that's an interesting thing. It's like you have to ask yourself as, okay, so uh, 80% of the Democrats' votes was was black people. Like we carried them into office, you know. And then so then you have to step back and say, well, have they put on for us? We put on for you. You put on for us, right? Have you put on for us? Because, look, these primaries are coming. The primary on its way, and that's and that's the question you got to ask. So, so yeah, like like that's that's a real thing. It's like, well, have you put on? And if you ain't put on, like, what happens in the hood? You don't put on. Yeah, you get off. You yeah. get off, right? It's just yeah, or you get disciplined. You get disciplined, and yeah. And that's but that's the thing is that it's just, do we need West Virginia? Are we ever going? Because and Joe, does Joe need the black vote in West Virginia? Because that is that even a thing in West Virginia? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I haven't been booked for a show in West Virginia ever in 20 something years. I performed on, I think, of most states. I think I've gotten 47. I've done North Dakota, South Dakota. Yeah. I've done Arkansas. I've done Tennessee. I've done Maine. I've done Connecticut. Man. I believe I've done New Hampshire, Delaware. I know I haven't done Delaware. West Virginia, I my booking agent asked them if I could do a show, and they said no. No, we don't need a we don't need a merce. <laughs> we don't need it. I said I'll do a door deal. I just need to knock this off of my list. They're, no, thank you. We're good. 
So I don't know how much Joe needs the black vote. Yeah, so I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing. I think the the Democrats are really thankful that there's a Democrat. I mean, that yeah, but it's like it's like, thankful you there. We, but if you ain't gonna do, so might as well give it back to the Republicans. Give it back to the Reds. I, I don't know. And so, but if you, but if you Mnuchin, you like, well, I don't care about none of this shit. I gotta go home, and I need this job. Right, but the whole thing is like, Joe, you're gonna lose this job either way. Yeah, whatever, no matter what he do, huh? Is that but what, what you know, but I don't think no, because if he doesn't, he can keep this job. Actually, yeah. mm-hmm. he's just gonna be a, a a thorn in the side of the Democrats in Washington. Yeah, but as long as he toes the line, he'll go home and get reelected. Damn. And why does Joe care so much about this job? Is because he's getting paid bags, bags. He doesn't want to make change. He has yeah. no political. Joe has no political agenda. Joe has a financial agenda. Ooh, ooh. We're going to get to that. Okay, good, good, good. Hold on to that, right? Hold on to that. So, yes, sir. <laughs> I wish y'all see what this fool did. Uh, so, we still talk about the art of not giving a fuck. The last person I want to talk about is DeSantos in uh, in Florida. Oh, I know. I know I've heard Cuz's name. Yeah. That's the governor? Or the, That's the yeah. governor. Ooh, yeah. That guy's popular. He real popular. I I think so. So the question for for us is like, what does he give a fuck about? This nigga is like, y'all can't, y'all can't, y'all have to. If you go into college, I think you should you should have a box for your political views. I think you can't talk critical race theory. I'm gonna sue you if you do. Y'all can't make them wear a mask. I don't believe in no Delta virus. I ain't taking this. What does this nigga give a fuck? What do you think he's trying to do? Man, he's trying to keep 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 Florida Florida. He's trying to keep I mean, Florida. I think- I think we're like, you know, like Universal Studio Florida has has Trump in it. Yeah. He's trying to keep Disneyland, SeaWorld and Universal Studios open. Facts. Here, here, why Governor Newsom may be very well recalled is because Orange County. Orange County got in a huff when he closed the beaches and Disneyland. Yep. That's a lot of fucking money for white people. These are international. Yeah, it's a lot of banks. money. A lot. There's a Hard Rock Cafe. There's a Bob Marley restaurant in Universal City Walk, Florida. Yeah. Margaritaville. Yeah. Emerald has a kitchen. Yeah. Like that shit is big business. Yeah. I will never go there as long as I live because mm-hmm. they gave money to Donald Trump. But I love that park. On tour, I made sure I went there. Yeah. Like he. That's what he's he's trying to keep South Beach popping. Mm-hmm. Keep keep A one A popping. Yeah. Those are huge things. And keep college football popping. Those yeah, are all huge things. Huge, I huge think, things. I think there might be one more thing. What is it? I think he want to run in 2024. Oh, you think he wants to be president? I think he want to be president. I don't think there's anyone. So is he admired for, by right-wingers outside of Florida? I is, think. I, I feel like Dos that's Santos the movie. I feel like that's the movie he's doing right now. Because this shit is wild. Yeah, I, don't, I just now? don't. I just don't see him getting the puppy. I think maybe he could think that. Yeah, but I don't think it's reality because Ted Cruz couldn't come out that motherfucker. No. You ain't coming out that motherfucker. I don't think Jeb Bush can come. Jeb Bush is in Florida too. Is he? In yeah, Texas? but he. Yeah, he done taken way too many L's. That man. Yeah, he can't. That man. Nobody could come out of Florida. Florida is a joke, bro. Damn. You can't come out of Florida. Florida is a joke to other Republicans. Like you can't come out of Florida. Ooh. Florida's about to be a blue state, like Arizona. Yeah, I proudly helped turn turn Arizona blue. Let's go. Like, <laughs> but I but I got on some. I, I sat first class on a flight recently when COVID first started, mm-hmm. and I sat behind two white people. I made to bring my book, my Black Panther book, to read in first class too. If you ever, as a black person, if you ever find the most revolutionary literature to read in first class, to scare the fuck out. Of <laughs> yeah. But these individuals, the lady sitting next to me was shook. She didn't speak the whole time. 
But the two dudes sitting in front of me like, yeah, man, you hear about all these people moving for California? Keep, bring your money, but keep the politics. We're on our way to Dallas. Yeah. Bring your money, but keep your politics. That's why you're moving here. Why you want to move here? Because our politics are great. You love our tax breaks and everything, but don't bring your Democratic liberal bullshit down here. Yeah, man. And, th- and these guys were 40 something. Yeah. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? And, but I, but to my to my left wing friends, that's why that was my argument about a lot of that. Do not come and bring your legislation hmm. that set California up for failure. Yeah. You, there's a reason you're leaving California. Yeah. Make sure that when you vote, you're not just voting Democrat without understanding yeah. how it's affecting because the schools are good here for certain reasons because the taxes are a certain way. Yeah. Don't come changing the tax laws. Ooh. Don't come changing that. Ooh. If you want a, a Democratic senator, think about what he's going to vote for and what he's going to do because I feel them on certain parts. Yeah. But there's a whole lot of don't bring your your love for black people and brown people down here. Yeah. Oh, to coding that statement. But yeah. there is things you do when you move to another state. Think about why you're leaving. Mm. You know what I mean? And don't bring those things. You here. make you know what? You make a good point, man, because I think what you what you talking about in a lot of ways is quality of life and accountability. And I think oftentimes, which is something that like I'm I'm really hoping, you know, people in this pod listen to who who are by and large left wing like let's not let me not be blind but one thing that like one thing that i feel like why the left oftentimes counts on our votes but don't really put on for us is because of what you're saying in the sense that we don't hold these fools accountable once you in the office we need to be able to like you said it's time for discipline like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we need to be able to discipline these fools when we say, hey, listen, this is what we ask for you to do. Nigga, you not putting on. You know what I'm saying? And what's scary to me is, like you said, about this Gavin Newsom joint where it's like, well, fam, uh, I don't know what the hell to tell you, bro. You like, there's a lot of stuff I liked about you, but like, I mean, you kind of not putting on. You know what I'm saying? And when, when you don't put on, this is the shit that happens. The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
a new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for the eligible bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, he didn't do enough. I mean, he didn't. He doesn't have. That's why I know state. Like he doesn't have enough of people on the left supporting him. Yeah, you didn't do right by the right, and you didn't do right by the left. Yeah, and, and do, so my wife says that like he's done probably the most ever for the Latino community than any other uh, governor. So for her, she's like, no, that's my guy. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, and that's that's interesting because like you said again about. Um, Mnuchin is the same point you're doing here. It's like you stay in this center, nobody like you. And it's like, like, right? Well, yeah, when they come for you, we can't really say that, oh, that's my boy. I can't really, yeah, I can't really, I don't know. You never stood up against me, you know, but I gave you my vote. It's like, it's like I'm cool with you in the middle if I never gave you anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we gave you a vote, and so now, and then you still try to stay in the middle. It's a... It's a yeah, it's a weird, weird yeah, position. That's interesting, man. Cause I think, yeah, it goes back to like securing the bag. Because if the bag that they got was our approval, then they would really fight only for that. But if it's like, oh, I'm gonna be up regardless, I just need to make sure this money stays right, then, then they, Yeah. And I, I think that like Newsom, I think he was playing for president. I think that Florida yeah. and 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 I mean Dos Santos as foolish. I mean for to to give some real life experience, I know it's still secondhand for people. Yeah. But my brother went to South Beach for his birthday mm-hmm. to party mm-hmm. from California. He was in a very fancy hotel. I forget which hotel on South Beach. Staying there, he walked in the lobby with his mask on. And my brother is a black male who's six foot four, about two hundred fifty pounds, big convinced yeah. three fifty. He's a big dude. 
this little white man ran up to him in the lobby and said, sir, I'm going to have to ask you to take off your mask. He was so confused, they, right? Yeah. And they were enforcing no mask in yeah. the You couldn't even wear a mask. So the freedom thing lost its, lost its way. Yeah, you don't mean that. You don't mean he didn't, have, he didn't have the freedom to wear a mask yeah. in the lobby. And then yeah. they were dry. He said they were paid billboards driving up and down the fucking the boardwalk saying, or it's not the boardwalk, but up and down yeah. the strip saying, don't take your mask off. State, state mandate to take your mask off. Wow. Wow. And so like that, like he jumped the shark, as they yeah. say. Yeah, he jumped Santos the shark. Santos jumped the shark. Yeah. And then you got, and then you got Cuba all going on. Yeah. And I don't even want to talk to you and your left friends about that. Yeah, right. But, you know, my, my rule is if you don't have family in Cuba and you've never been to Cuba and you're not Cuban, shut the fuck up. Shut, shut the fuck up. You don't know what the hell up. you talking about. Shut the fuck up. Like when, when other black leaders come in here, I'm not going to name no names, talking about they're going to get the Bloods and Crips together. I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Mm. Don't tell me nothing about nothing. You, unless you're Tookie Williams, T. Rogers, you know what I'm saying, Michael Conception. Yeah. Don't shut up, bro. Yeah. Shut your ass up. And that's all. If you have, a, if you're on the left and you have an opinion about Cuba, or in, unless you're Russian, Ooh. like you know what I mean, and you lived, you lived in the USSR for a certain amount of years. Yeah, your experience with communism is that thorough. Yeah, because I've been to Russia. That's like I got a yeah, lot of on, on these these armchair armchair leftists. Like I've talked to people. I know I know what's going on over there a little bit more than you. Yeah, and you know I love Russia, but I didn't want to stay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not some place I wanted to live. It's a nice, great place to visit. It was cool. I played St. Cool. Petersburg. It was a great show. Beautiful great city. Great show. I felt like I was in LA when I played. Yeah. You know? I was ready to go and home though. Yeah. I was, you know, and I'm ready to go back. Yeah. But for me, it was just there's no there's no black or brown people there. Yeah, that was hard. And then and they know you're not from there, and they do not a lot of the hardcore people do not care for a man. This is one place that when I was in Moscow, they tell me, don't go out at night. And I looked <laughs> at the size of Eastern European thugs and I yes, was like, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. I've never obeyed that when people told me, oh, "Nigga, I'm from LA." Right? I was like, "Stay in my ass." I'm right gonna go here. ahead, stay right here. I'm then, gonna go ahead, yeah, buddy. I'm gonna go ahead and stay here. Like, <laughs> man, we had an American get caught under the bridge, and I was like, "I can't hide from being an American." There's no, that can't. I could Canadian. I tell you this. No, if it was if it was living legends and there was eight of us, I'm going where the fuck I want to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't nobody want those problems. Yeah, I don't get it. eight black dudes going. So we gonna go where the fuck we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But me by myself, you are nah. just you a hydro. I, I, yeah, I've done I've done the ninth ward in in, yeah. in New Orleans. I've done the third ward in Texas. Just yeah. got out and walked. I shot dice in in Dallas. Yeah, like I've I've done some things. Yeah, gone to strip clubs and in the projects in in Madison, Wisconsin, or whatever yeah. in Milwaukee. Yeah, good. Moscow? Nah, I'm staying. Bro, they had they had a whole ass T shirt next door to the Apple store. Uh-oh. What's that little that little thing in Moscow? Red Square and Red yeah, Square. Red Square in the mall. They have a mall with the food court just like yeah, yeah, us. Yeah. For the for the communist people who think that there's no capitalism there. Yeah. Right next to the Apple store was a store where they sold t-shirts with Putin walking around, walking away from the White House, exploding. Woo! <laughs> exploding. Woo! They sold they also had the same t-shirt in the vending machine at the airport. Niggas don't play. They don't like us. Yeah, they don't play. <laughs> They don't, they don't play. Want, they, want, they want nothing to do with us. But then they also explained to me the Ukraine situation yeah. from another thing. And I was like, oh, I understand. And the Ukraine's kind of like Cuba. And it's just like, yo, like, we told y'all y'all can have your country back, but we told you you couldn't have NATO here. Mm-hmm. Then as soon as we give you your country back, 
You want to bring NATO here. There's no way we're going to let a NATO base, our enemies. Yeah. We are, we share of a, 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 a border. Yeah. yeah. Why in the hell would we let you do that? Touch each other. Touch each other. Yeah. And I was like, same reason that we don't want Cuba to be free. Yeah. Because. You too close. The first thing they're going to do is strike a deal with China and make yeah. a base there. You too close. Y'all too close. It's too close. That's too dangerous. You fucked up a long time ago. It's yeah. dangerous. So, but, and I understand it's fucked up. But yeah. that, what I'm saying is we need to shut the fuck up about it. Because yeah. are you going to take credit? Because can you guarantee me 100% that if we lift all the embargoes, mm-hmm. China's not coming through there tomorrow? No, you can't. It's in, and, you, and they probably are. Yeah, I mean, you. I mean, it's a lot of ways you can watch this, and uh, you know, I hate to bring it to this, but like you watch this in Afghanistan because you know who ain't left is China and Russia. Yeah, they ain't left Afghanistan. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else gone. They not right, and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, Who's your friends? Yep. Who's your homies? And especially, and and it puts you in a situation. It's so crazy. It's not even the topic of this one, but this works out perfect because it puts you in a situation to where you like, uh, China and Russia could always look at afghani government and be like hey where your homies go yeah hey they left you know what i'm saying even if it's like bullshit where you like well they've been here for 20 years you know what i'm saying it's like well well they gone now and look and look and if you taliban you gotta remember isis are op they've been op the whole time and they just showed out a few a couple days ago that like oh we not gone no we still blow up shit so if you Taliban, you like, I better get me some homies over here because you understand what I'm saying? Because I, I, they've never stopped being up. So just because we gone, just because the police gone, you know, a.k.a. America, don't mean that like the streets ain't still hot. So you got to have some friends. You got to have some and, homies. And America's saying we're done having friends in the region. Yeah, we're done having we, friends. We, in the gotta, we, we, might, we might have to put people on the streets to vaccinate. <laughs> other people I, 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 we might have a situation we might have a situation street. back home it could be blm it could be vaccines i don't know man it so, could be a hurricanes like we it's what we yeah we're spreading ourselves thin. right we might, it could be cuba like it could be so to bring it full circle america was like man i don't give a fuck y'all figure this out we got yeah, so I much shit over here <laughs> you know what I'm at some point in america and i think joe biden is a perfect president to say i don't give a fuck Ah uh, yes, elaborate Joe on Biden, that. Joe, I think just Joe makes the tough decisions, man. Like I like, I've liked Joe Biden hmm. as a politician. Yeah, it's like me saying I like a cricket player. Like I don't watch cricket much, you know what I <laughs> mean? But I heard him give a speech once. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, dr- I drank with this cricket player at a bar one time, and he told me a funny joke. You're like, I like this guy. Yeah, yeah. Like Joe Biden when he asked, like, you know, I'm in 2008. My intro to my major, major label album. First thing I wanted to say was something about the Sudanese people and what was going on in Sudan yeah. in 2008 before it became a hashtag yeah, yeah, in yeah. 2018. And that was a big thing leading into the 2008 election for me. Mm-hmm. And Joe Biden was like, I don't give a fuck about sanctions. He's like, they're gangsters. They're thugs. They respect the show first. Because Oprah asked him, like, what would you do about Sudan? He said, I would go in there and start popping. Basically, I would go in there and start popping niggas, let them know we need me business yeah. and lead these people alone. Because they respect force. They're not like yes. a poor country. What does a poor country respect about economic sanctions? They didn't have shit to begin with. Yeah. They don't give a fuck no. about money. No. And that's when I knew what kind of president Joe Biden would be. He's going to make the decisions that make him unpopular and people die and not give a fuck. Not give a fuck. He doesn't. That's not what he gives a fuck about. Yes. 
He gives a fuck about getting shit done. What does this look like to pass? He's a, a lifetime politician. Yeah. I want to pass. I said this initiative. I said this. I want to get it done. Whether it's going to age well, whether it's busing, mm. and you know, and it's, so there's, yeah, there. right. Yeah. So there's a power, there's a power in not giving a fuck and understanding what the fuck you do give a fuck about. Right. And you ain't going to make everybody happy. You know, even sometimes the people that you may have promised in the beginning, right. That I'm going to do this for you. But if you have an attitude of like, well, I, I mean, I kind of don't give a fuck. Then, you know what I'm saying? Like we got to figure out as the constituents, like, okay, well, how do what I you hold do? you accountable? Right. Because you don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? But, right. and that's my thing is like, there's people say we want to bring the troops back has been a theme yeah. around, amongst the left for so long. And now here's a nigga that's actually doing it. Yeah. And that's Joe Biden because, he said, oh, you said you wanted the troops home. I'm going to do it. And I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Right. And I'll take like, this. And, then, and now everybody's like, oops, oh, but we do give a fuck. It's like, cause you motherfuckers don't understand what it means to bring the troops home. It was just something cute to say yeah. for a long time. Yeah, but now true. you got a guy that's like one. And what I like about Joe Biden too is like he understands, you know, me and my family have had real loss. And I was yeah. driving today thinking about like, it's made me cold hearted. Yeah. Like this is somebody whose daughters and and wife died. Yeah. His first one in a car accident. Yeah. So he's okay with making tough decisions where people die, but not from a place of those are people with no faces of practice. I've lost people really close to me too. Yeah. And I had to go on. He's a, he understands life goes on. And rarely wow. do we get a politician that understands life goes on. Wow. I have to think about the big picture. Mm. And I trust him to do the things that are hard. Yeah. That he thinks will have a great outcome. Yeah. Now, I don't trust his his ev- evaluation of the outcome. Yeah. But from his position, you know, like people like he voted to put the troops there. Well, cool. Then he's voting to bring them home. Yeah. And he was like, oh, shit. All right. Well, we better like we better finish it. Yeah. That's yeah. good, man. That's a, that's a good way to look at it. It's almost like using the I don't give a fuck for your own advantage in the like, well, I know you're going you gonna to do it. And a good example, like you said, is like it's going to take life loss. And I think I feel like I've said this a few times, like everybody was afraid to pull this trigger because they don't want that blood on their hands. They don't yeah. want to be the president. When you've been to. And yeah. that's my thing, too, is like when I told like also when I was in St. Bart's, like it was my wife and I first child after burying our son, mm-hmm. like. That's nothing like I was really like, I don't give a f- like I've never like I've been in gang things and, yeah. and fights and stuff. You know, I mean? I've done some cold blooded shit. I've slapped the shit out of motherfuckers. I've done some cold shit. Yeah. But after my son died, yeah. nigga, I you, there's not really many people. I can look at you and when I tell you I don't give a fuck. I I've mean, seen the worst. I've, I know what darkness is, bro. Yes. And and I, that's what Joe Biden. That's what you're dealing with mm. in that. Like I always look at a parent of a, 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 a politician's. How long have they been married? Who have they been married to? Mm-hmm. You know, their faith is important, but yeah. not as much as. And then what have you lost? Have you lost something? Yeah. Like McCain was a motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he has seen some shit. Yeah. And at the end, you know, you can always reason with the motherfucker. Yeah. When you die, motherfucker, you know, like when it got to the Trump part, McCain was like, nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not fucking with this guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Because Trump is somebody who really, what does he give a fuck about? You know, but he's the one I don't give a fuck. Yes. I love it. Are we up? We t- time? I think that's time. Merce, you have taken this to a direction I didn't know would go, and I love the place you took it. You took it in to an art form of understanding what I don't give a fuck means. That's even yeah, better think, than I would have done. I think, but I learned about Joe. Was it Joe Mnuchin? Yeah. Like Minutia? Like my, that's like, uh, Mnuchin. Mnuchin. Okay, yeah. Mnuchin. Dos Santos, I knew about. He's a, mm-hmm. he's a crazy. Then we had and Abbott. Um, Abbott and who's who's Abbott's? Crazy Alan West. Dude? 
Alan West. Woo! So Alan West. Keep, Is he related to Adam West, the first Batman? That would be amazing. I'm gonna. That's how I'm gonna have Please, to remember. Yeah, remember it as if the first Batman. Anyway, drop all your uh, drop all your uh, your at mentions so people can follow you. Who, if they don't um, already, at Merce three sixteen. Send your hate mail. Um, and then my album is for free at MerceRaps.com. Love and Rockets too. Um, it does. I mean, this podcast it does have curse words, but I love Jesus. Like me. Yeah, just <laughs> like you. All right, man. The Dodgers and Jesus. (laughs) Dodgers and Jesus. That's what we got it. Dog, the the greatest quote you ever said was, um, what's the right size cup of coffee? And I was like, with everyone, you were like, you were like, wrong. My cup runneth over. It was something like that. I was like, that's the greatest. That's the greatest thing you've ever done. I was like, this is the best ever. <laughs> my cup, cup runneth over. Amen. Uh, oh yeah, we, yeah. We'll, we'll, me and you will talk personally about yes, this sir. new Kanye West album. Yeah, we'll talk off mic for that one. All right, y'all. Thank you. All for right, having man. Politics. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Peace. This mug was recorded and edited by me, Propaganda, right here in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles. Y'all can follow me at Prop Hip Hop on all the socials. You can follow the Hood Politics Pod itself at Hood Politics Pod, where we be trying to make takes on stuff that aren't really big enough for a whole episode, but definitely needs a little bit of clarity. This mug was scored, edited, mixed, and mastered by the one and only Headlights. Y'all go follow my dog, Matt Oswowski. I still don't know how to say his name. I'm glad he changed it to Headlights. Follow him on his socials at Headlights underscore music. Telling you here all these new other fly tracks this fool be making. And the theme music was done by the one and only Gold Tips, Gold Tips, DJ Sean P. Y'all remember every time you check in, if you understand the hood, you could understand politics. Shouts to iHeartMedia for making this happen. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. 
Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.